You're listening to BAU, Business as Unusual, the podcast that speaks to the people behind the movements, organisations and ideas that are shifting the way we think, interact and transact. Hi, Joe. Hi, Pat. Here we are again. Yes. Yeah, at the shack. Yes, yes. The studio. Yeah, it's a warmer day in the, in the shank today, which is nice. It is. It's a rare one. You don't get them that often at the moment, no, so no. it's nice to be in a t-shirt. Yeah, for those of you who don't know at home, Pat literally lives in, I don't know, like it has to be the windiest place in Victoria. It does. That's why my hair always looks great. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. What are you trying to say? Yeah, but I reckon, so, I mean, we'll get into the kind of inequality thing in a second, but just... The way that Cape Shank is situated, it's like it's like it turned itself into the wind. Like so wherever the prevailing wind is, it like it it feels like it's a wind magnet in yeah. terms of that it kind of pokes out a little bit off of um you know, it has to be the furthest out into the into the coast, probably, wouldn't you say? Yeah, for sure. Before you get to Wilson's That's Rome. why the lighthouse is on it. Yeah. To steer people around. Yeah. Um and get into Head off towards Flinders or head off towards Melbourne, depending yeah. which way you're coming and hugging yeah. the coast. Now, before you moved here, did you know how windy it was? I'd heard. You'd heard. I'd heard. People would always say, oh, I've been to Cape Shank, it's windy. Yeah. And there's an alarm that goes off here when it gets really windy. like when Because I think a big gust can come in, it can be calm, and then yeah. uh, my partner called me one day. Because there was she's a siren. alarm, and she's like, I don't know if bombs are going to drop before <laughs> like, what is going on. Now, a, this is new news. I, heck, I did like not know this. a big alarm. Yeah, yeah. And I just happened to be at the bakery um, where we know the people, Flinders Bakery, beautiful yeah. food if you're ever around here. Yeah. Um, Maggie and Dave, shout out. Yeah. And hi, Maggie and Dave. I was like, Sandra, and she's called me and she's freaking out. There's a big alarm there. Um, she has no idea. She's sort of gone into our bunker thinking that, and she's already opened the baked beans. <laughs> uh, they're like, no, don't worry. That's happened to us. We got stuck into the baked beans once. But that's just a sound alarm for if you're out in the open to go find shelter because big gusts can come through and yeah, knock your socks off. Yeah. 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 Um, so no that joke. was good to be able to pass that on because I had no idea and I haven't heard it since. And there's been some yeah. amazing winds. Well, here. that just proves the theory, doesn't it? That it, it's, it's a windy place. Yeah. Joe. I, I don't know any other um, places in Victoria that have wind alarms. Yeah. 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 So we've got so, one. I hope yeah. we get to experience it. But yes, day. it's a rare, it's a rare kind of sunny, sunny day, yeah. so, which is nice. So mm-hmm. let's enjoy it. But let's take it in. We're heading into discussing what inequality means hmm. and contextualizing it i suppose with a lot of our chat around what coronavirus has done in terms of a k-shaped recovery and what that means in, coupled with inequality and what inequality really means yeah on that um i'm going to throw to you and get sure. you to t- tell me and yeah. us what you think inequality is yeah well i guess i've been thinking about um a few things i've been thinking about is it actually is it inequality or is it simply just better said that things are unequal or disproportionate? You know, because I think inequality is kind of one of those, it feels a bit like a weasel term. Like I think even in terms of <laughs> like every time I say it, like I'm like inequality is something we've got to do stuff about. It feels a bit 
bullshit like it feels like that's just my sense of it and that's obviously i want to make it yeah off. yeah whereas it feels like it's something that someone like me in my day job would have invented to make something feel a bit more palatable um but i'm i'm it's good know, right? yeah but i'm quite interested in how you know like we've spoken about this uh previously that you know coronavirus has kind of done a couple of things i think it's one it's you know it's kind of it's cemented this idea that we're entering a digital age i think everyone's experienced that and digital from everything i've ever read and everything I've, in my own life i've ever experienced is that the spoils are different right so even things like kind of um, the stock market at the moment. If you're in the stock market, it's disproportionately tech that has actually kind of driven um, driven the growth that's actually come come through. So it's it's disproportionate return to a particular sector. They don't, you know, I'm just curious. Like they don't talk about it being um, inequality in the in the stock market, but yet we talk about that in a social context. So to me, I'm really interested in challenging that and starting to think about is it actually that things are less equal between people and so in terms of in, in a societal sense things in my experience like you know i think australia has this notion of kind of that we're in an egalitarian society and again i think i probably call bullshit a bit on that as well you're listening to bau business as unusual the podcast that speaks to the people behind the movements organizations and ideas that are shifting the way we think interact and transact your hosts, Patrick Beggs of Per Production, a production house that works with organisations to create media that strengthens culture and communicates that culture to the world. And Joe Rogers, CEO of The Contenders, a brand agency famous for crafting brands which deliver results for those who work for them, shop for them and support them. For more information, head to baupod.co. And if you find this podcast insightful, please help us by telling a friend and rating us on iTunes. Thank you. Now back to our conversations. Yeah, it's a sales pitch for Australia. Mm. Same with America. Anyone can fire it up and get there. Like that's what they've built there. Um, mm. I identity of i suppose australia that's about the only thing that we're equal yeah anyone can stand around a yeah. barbie and, flip and there's, sausage. there's this there's this um but but there's this this kind of um i guess you know about proximity to power so i think australia like that's true in our national psyche so for example like if you were to meet the prime minister mm-hmm. what would how would you address him would you be mr prime minister or miss mrs or miss prime minister or would you be scomo Julia, how would you address? It depends the setting and who you're representing. If it's just me, purely Paddy, Cape Shank, worried about wind, it would be ScoMo. If I'm representing something for a different um, cause other than just myself being myself, it might be prime minister but who as knows? an individual as an individual you, you we feel very right. comfortable yeah. addressing you know someone who's the most technically the most powerful person in this in this country yeah. although we do have a governor general who would have to get it signed off by the queen yeah. but that that little asterisk so even in that like i think it's it's interesting isn't it mm. but yet it feels like that kind of um you know it's uh I forget the um, uh, Barbarian Days, the the surf the surf book, which is mm. you know my favorite book right. of of all time. I just absolutely adore that book, not just because it's about surfing, but because it's actually about one man's own journey mm. and making his own decisions uh, through through life and kind of what's what's come and from taking that. that lens through different cultures and yeah. sort of understanding things. But he t- speaks about way. Australia as the workers' paradise in mm. terms of that, and I think that's 
shifting. Ties yeah. into our other conversation, myth yeah. building or myth busting. Yeah, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. It really does. I want to flag this. I don't know if it's because I've lived in Melbourne for a long time, but inequality for me and worked at a radio station is very much, I suppose, what you're talking about as well, that you're born into a certain scenario and Mm. that scenario isn't all equal. Yep. Um, And there is inequality that exists in that in terms of opportunity or even proximity to power. Yep. And even just decisions that you can make about your own life and what you can do. So that idea of the the kind of um, in a, in a North American context, we would talk about that as like around like upward mobility. That's it. Right? So it's the you know kind of the American myth is all kind of based on the fact that you know you can start off whoever you work are. hard and you can you, be whatever you want to be, son. <laughs> exactly. Or daughter. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's not true right and but it was true i think for a period of time and i guess you know i'm quite interested in kind of looking into that and Mm. one of my kind of key questions is that i feel and i want to kind of investigate it more that things have actually kind of declined that way in terms of kind of as generations have actually come come through i maybe it's maybe opportunity is not even the right word but certainly the ability to move based off of your own energy and effort feels like it's becoming less relevant unless you are even more exceptional so Mm. that's something i'd like to kind of examine yeah i think that's a good one to examine and off the back of that i'd like to examine what inequality means, because I think there's so many different levels of it. Because mm. as we enter this new age of I'm call, people call Web.3.0, yeah. is often people size up baby boomers mixed with young and access to wealth, access to opportunity. But a lot of people don't have access and understanding of what the digital economy means and what that results in their opportunity and understanding of how they interact with the world. Mm. Um, and then people who don't have access to the internet at all. But what I really want to know from an expert is what is the measure of inequality or like what is that that you can apply and understand and be able to really try it? Because I think from that, when you can understand something like that, that's only when you can truly address something. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's all just faux gesture to yeah. make yourself look good and pump up a few tires here and there. Yeah, so it feels like maybe your your kind of question is more about the the exclusion. So the idea, I mean, obviously we we have lots of that in in society, but the actual idea that kind of there's a barrier that is almost becoming self in, um, reinforcing. Well, it's more that it's multifaceted. That there's so many different levels yeah. of inequality. What that actually means and what lens you apply to it, because it depends what situation. We're not just talking about finance. We're not just talking about no. Uh, knowledge is so many different ways that you can contextualize i suppose what inequality is and i just want to know if there is like a, a formula that you can apply to a situation yep to help you understand that and how to make it more equal yep cool cool yeah and then the kind of the other area that i've been interested in is just what what do you do about it yeah. right it's, it's great to kind of um have a uh philosophical kind of discussion and kind of name what it actually is but what are there concrete ways that um things either used to work was there programs was there certain access to certain things is there is there a universal solve in terms of the things that people can actually actually get so you know if we kind of look into the fact that you know there's kind of lines of inquiry start to become is it actually a bullshit made up term is it actually about that there's kind of this exclusionary effect that actually comes through is it kind of even possible anymore and then what do we do about Mm. it it feels like that's an interesting area to look at 
For sure. We need to take my history background and try and dig and understand where inequality started from and then ask the expert if that digging was right. <laughs> well, yeah. It could be interesting where yep. that term came from and yep. that whole trajectory of that on yeah. top of that. Like, but, yeah, I love the practical, like, yeah, for sure. how do you address it and what are the real use cases that exist today in society yeah, and are there? How to spin it around. Cool. Well, we better get our, got plenty you know, to use yeah. a Canadian term, get our skates on and kind of actually, actually dig into that. Cause I, you know, I think it is, it is multi, yeah, there's, there's different angles to it, you know, but I think the, the notion of kind of ha- trying to find a way to actually empower, um, you know, people who are, um, things are unequal and therefore how do you empower people to come across it? Perhaps that's not even a thing that exists anymore. I'm curious to, mm. to look into that. Me too. All right. Get at it. You know, this is a niggling thing, though, with me <laughs> right here. I just want to say, like, I feel like yeah. we're quite privileged yep. to be able to have this conversation. True. So, to, like, sign this with that understanding that I think we're quite privileged to be in this position to be able to have this. Yeah. Um, For, oh, and how no- to have... I don't know how to... Make, it's just a, how to sign that originally and then mm. give it justice because i don't think our lives being white men yeah. in this world in australia i think we're already sitting at the proximity we're already to upward you know, mobility the one percent yeah right? we're we're already there but it, i guess just to acknowledge that i suppose it's yeah, hard for I us think to you have to acknowledge it grasp that in yeah. its fullest what inequality means for us even though there might be mm. moments in our life but i feel like i'm very privileged with yeah, no, well, well said. I mean, and there's ultimately, I think it's kind of, it's, it's curiosity around, around these things and actually being open to like, even the fact that you just said that is that you're open to understanding the fact that you are in a position to be, even you know, the fact that we have equipment, the fact that we have a studio, the fact that we have all of these things is that that is not optional for an awful lot of um, people, but in the conversation, it's then you know, really kind of understanding things in a way that you can actually define them. Because I, I do believe that whatever we say about um, the situation at the moment is that a lot of people don't actually perhaps understand that it's not even inequality that we should actually be tackling. And that's, you know, at an academic level, I think changing the language might really help. Yeah, and that's why I was so excited to have this conversation. But that's just this little... Oh, no, it's a good shout. It's yeah. a great shout. Yeah. yeah. So looking forward to digging. Done. Thank you for listening to BAU Business as Unusual. Subscribe and learn more at baupod.co. That's baupod.co.